This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Saturday, November 28th. 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. I am joined by Dave Biddle. Dave, Ohio State was forced to cancel its game against Illinois today because of the COVID. Yesterday at this time, you and Patrick Murphy had a wonderfully optimistic podcast that I thoroughly enjoyed. Unfortunately, 2020 stepped in. We're going to get into all the permutations of what is just an absolutely depressing way to spend the beginning of our Saturday. Dave, please bring us up to speed on what the hell is going on. Yeah, Dan, this all started on Wednesday when uh, we got word that a handful of Ohio State players had tested positive for the virus, and we put the story out there, and I was not feeling good about this game being played on Wednesday. Then on Thanksgiving, I was feeling great. Ohio State practiced. They tweeted out pictures, tweeted out Justin Fields and Josh Myers, and are out there practicing, and um that I'm feeling good about. Then Ohio State puts out the press release that, you know, they're under the Big Ten threshold and they don't need to cancel the game and all of this. I'm thinking, man, they wouldn't put that press release out unless they're feeling very confident. And then, of course, everything changed yesterday. Uh, Coach Day, that was kind of the first domino to fall. We heard that Ryan Day got COVID. But even then, um, I'm thinking, well, they've named Larry Johnson the, the interim head coach. Like That's actually like a good sign. They're, they're still forging ahead here if you're looking at just trying to get this game in. And then, you know, I don't know, I think it was around 10 o'clock, we finally got the word that um, the game was off. And it's extremely disappointing. I know that's one of the things that, um, you know, we, we can feel the pain of the listeners and the readers out there because we're Buckeyes as well. And, you know, this, this is what we do for a living. But uh, this stinks, man. This is, uh, I was thinking this might be the one thing that would be good in 2020 would be uh, Ohio State having a, hell of a football season and at least putting themselves in the position to win the national championship in early 2021. We'll see. They still have that chance. I know we're going to get into that, but uh, very disappointing day in Buckeye nation. We're not going to get into the details of why they make these decisions or who is infected. That is beyond our pay grade. We are going to talk about possible football permutations. Precedent has been that teams don't miss just one game. They tend to miss two. If Ohio State misses two games, that would take out the Michigan State game, would leave only the Michigan game on the schedule. That would also give Ohio State a total of only five games. The Big Ten has come out and said you need six games to qualify for the conference title game. Do you think they could possibly reconsider if the Michigan State game is called off? We're going to build this as we go here. Let's talk conference championship. Will they still be in the mix? What are you expecting? They could go back on it. Let's, you know, for the sake of argument that the Michigan State game gets canceled. And I don't, that's, that seems likely at this point. I agree. I, I would go as far as to say, and I, I know you didn't say this, 
I've heard people say, well, there's no way that game's going to be played now. I wouldn't go that far yet. I Again, prepare for the Michigan State game to be canceled, but I'm not ruling it out that uh, they're going to play that game. We'll see what happens. Um, but let's say the Michigan State game gets canceled for the sake of argument. Then the Big Ten, I think they would have to make the decision. They couldn't just wait till after the Michigan game if Ohio State's sitting there at 5-0 and say, okay, we're going to, you know, now six days before the Big Ten championship game, we're going to allow Ohio State to go. They would need to change the rule before that. So would the Big Ten change the rule? They could. I bet they don't. And, and this, this ridiculous, you know, safeguard that they put in, as they call it, where, well, if it, if it drops below six games average across the conference, then, then we'll reassess it. That's ridiculous. You know, when – they should have made it, you know, if the average drops below seven. I mean, there's not going to be enough games canceled where it's going to drop below six across 14 teams. So could they change the rule, Dan? Yes, they could. Will they? I'm skeptical that they would. I think it would, you'd then have a case of 5-0 and Ohio State. But then you have that championship week in the Big Ten. Would then 5-0 and Ohio State, even though they would really be the East champions, would they then go play number two, Wisconsin, in that – championship week on december 19th the whole thing is weird so the right thing to do would be to waive the six game minimum change it to five or whatever or do it the college football playoff students say there's no minimum um but uh I, you know i'm not optimistic that the big 10 would change that to help ohio state because that's the only team it would help and i'm not optimistic the big 10 would do that i agree with you i do not think they will change it but i'm sitting here thinking about it and let's take it to the next step Ohio State was number four in the college football playoff rankings that just came out. Let's say they missed the Michigan State game, which we agree is likely, and they beat Michigan, and then they do that cross-pollination thing and beat Wisconsin. You've got a 6-0 and Ohio State team. Do you think that team would make the college football playoff? I do. If they're able to get six games in and one of them is against Wisconsin, yes, absolutely. I can't imagine someone would be like, well, I didn't get to see them against Northwestern, though, so I'm going to keep them out. Um, my fear is, you know, what if uh, they only get uh, – Michigan State gets canceled and then Michigan gets canceled. I don't know. If they're only sitting there at 4-0, that, that, would, be, that would be tough for me. But here's where I come down. If Ohio, let's say Ohio State is sitting there at 5-0 for some reason. Certainly at 6-0, I think they get in. If they're sitting there at 5-0, there's going to be a lot of people saying, well, how are you going to let 5-0 Ohio State in the college football playoff over 10 and 0 Cincinnati. You know, that's people are going to be really getting fired up about that. Here's how if those two teams were playing, Ohio State would be favored by three touchdowns or more. So it's very easy to put 5 and 0 Ohio State in over 10 and 0 Cincinnati. But it gets a little trickier if Florida looks really good against Alabama in the SEC championship game. Uh, it gets tricky if Texas AM wins out, although I don't know about that. Um, we'll see, man. I'm, Ohio State's going to have at least a good debate, in my opinion, if they're sitting there at 5-0. and Again, I think if they're 6-0 with a win over Wisconsin, they would be in. But they're only, for some reason, can play one more game. Um, they'd have an interesting discussion, um, but I don't know. Um, thank goodness the college football playoff has already come out and said there's no minimum of games. That's huge right now if you're a Buckeye fan, as we all are. So, listen, I'm trying to be optimistic that they can still make the college football playoff. It would have been – I'd feel a lot better about it, and this is the most obvious thing ever – regardless of the amount of games played, if they had actually played dominant for a full 60 minutes and not 35 minutes in most games, or sometimes just 30 minutes, they just didn't get enough style points to really put themselves in a great position right now. Being there at, at number four, not the greatest thing in the world because they could stay there, but even if 
let's say Notre Dame loses the rematch to Clemson. Are they really going to drop Notre Dame behind Ohio State? I, I don't know. Um, but I don't, then again, I don't see – I mean, who's, again, it comes down to who's going to jump Ohio State for number four. Who would it be? Cincinnati, I don't think they would. BYU, they definitely would, and they put them at 14th. Florida – now, Florida would be in if they beat Alabama in the, in the SEC championship game. I think then you'd have two SEC teams, and that would screw Ohio State. But Florida with two losses over undefeated Ohio State, even if Ohio State's 5-0, and Ohio State probably goes. Ohio State against one loss, Texas A&M. With Texas A&M and Texas A&M beat Florida, their only loss would be to Alabama. They got blown out, but still, Alabama. Texas A&M would have a pretty good argument there. I still think Ohio State would go, but – Man, it's it's going to be very interesting. It's too bad we're even having this conversation. I agree with you on the style points, but I can't remember who did this. I recently looked at a neutral field projection for Vegas. Ohio State will be favored against every team in the country except Alabama. They had him as a half-point favorite on a neutral field against Clemson. That means Vegas sees him as the number two team in the country, which brings me to this week's college football playoff vote is going to be the most interesting one I've ever seen. They have already ranked them in the top four with fewer games than the other squads. They've already reconciled that on some level. If the season ended today, they'd be in with fewer games. Don't you agree? Yeah, I think Ohio State would be, you know, barely and they would they would stick at number four. Yeah, I mean, if Florida wins out or something and someone really has a, an exp- impressive resume, but if it's relatively the status quo and the three teams in front of them further establish their dominance, I don't see the argument for moving them. Yeah, I think Ohio State needs to hope things to happen like Alabama blows out Florida in the SEC championship game. Texas A&M doesn't look good. You know, he loses a game or just doesn't look good. Cincinnati either has a close game against a, a not very good team or loses a game. Hope for all these things because then – who are you going to have at number four? That's why things like Oregon losing last night to Oregon State actually helps Ohio State where we thought stuff like that wouldn't matter. Pac-12 team's not going to be in. Well, if Oregon was sitting there at like 6-0, and 7-0 and and looked good doing it and they're Pac-12 champion and Ohio State wasn't able to play in the Big Ten title game, maybe Oregon could have been the fourth team. Now they're out. So all of that helps Ohio State. That Who's going to be the fourth team? Who are they going to take over Ohio State? And right now I don't see a number four team, but Florida's one to keep an eye on. But again, yeah. if, they, if they get waxed, by Alabama, they're not getting in with two losses. They're not getting in with two losses. Now, the two losses would be against number one Alabama in the SEC title game and, what, fifth-ranked Texas A&M at Texas A&M where they acted like COVID was not a thing and they, they packed the house with fans. I watched that game. I can see, even though he shouldn't have said it, he sounded like a crybaby, I can see why Dan Mullen was pissed off after that game. Like, they're saying you're not really, really supposed to have fans, and if, if you do, they're supposed to be social distance. And they packed them in there at Texas A&M, and they were getting loud. It was like the first time I saw a football game in 2020 where it was like, oh, this actually sounds like a football game. But anyway, I digress. Will it help Ohio State? I don't know if it'll help, but it, you know, it's certainly, um, you know, if you're a Buckeye fan looking for good news, again, who are they? Who's the committee going to put ahead of Ohio State? And to Dan's point, they already have Ohio State number four. They're going to have to bump somebody ahead of Ohio State. And I don't see anybody out there with a great resume. Now, things can change, but things can also change in Ohio State's favor. So we'll see how it plays out. And don't forget, those who advertise want Ohio State on television. Yes, that's a huge point right there. I mean, good luck with the Big Ten ratings if it's Indiana Northwestern. Have fun with that. Buckeye fans just won't watch. And good luck in the college football playoff if you send. Um, and it's one thing if Northwestern would deserve it. Let's say they'd beat Ohio State or something. Okay, you know, I don't think Ohio State fans would boycott the CFP, but 
Ohio State fans just are not going to be watching the college football playoff with the Buckeyes. And Ohio State's fans' views get screwed. And that's a ton of eyeballs not watching the college football playoff. The only concern I have is Ohio State's also got a great reputation for traveling their fans. And because that component is not involved this year, maybe that will work against them. We shall see. Last question. Do you believe the fighting khakis would purposely not play the game should Michigan State come through and therefore hold Ohio State out of the Big Ten title game? I feel a little dirty here because I feel like I'm going to pay Jim Harbaugh a compliment, so I might need to take a shower right after this podcast. I think Jim Harbaugh is, for all of his faults, is too much of a competitor to do that, to be, uh, you know, use whatever word you want to use, to be a wimp. I'll keep it family friendly here. Um, I don't think so. I know it's a fun thing to talk about. Not really fun, but I know people have joked about it and maybe not really joked about it, been serious about it. It'll be out there. It'll be something that we're going to be talking about, but I don't think Jim Harbaugh would do that. I really don't. I agree. There are limited chances for his players to audition for the NFL, and he's not going to take that away from them despite his track record for goofy decisions. We appreciate Dave stopping by. Believe me, we wish we could come to you on different terms. It's 2020, people. Keep your chins up. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.